Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Intermittent Signals to Wasif coming at you. And a lot of people are thinking, you know, the, for the, all the five people who live in their basements and who tune in every single week to listen to my episodes and they thought to themselves, Wasif, where was your episode last week? I mean, it was it was Thanksgiving break, guys. I mean, I just I just didn't want to. I was lazy. I'm just lazy. I'm just to be honest. I was that, that's my excuse. I'm lazy. Uh, I'm going to get back on it. That's my fault. I'm trying to see now. Don't quote me on this. I'm thinking of potentially releasing two episodes this week just to um, cancel out the zero episodes from last week. But again, it depends on just how I feel. Honestly, um, I have a you know I, you probably already know what today's topic is about. Looking at the little uh, title, that's what you call it. That's what you call it. Um, but before I do that. For my soccer fans out there, so, you know, for those who watch soccer pretty closely, you know that Barca has this one guy on their team named Ansu Fati, the 16-year-old baller who made his debut back in, like, August, and he scored two goals on professional debut. This is 16, and he's doing all this. Um, It's just, I mean, I'm just reading the news right now. I'm just, I just want to read the numbers to you guys. So... He has just extended his Barcelona contract. This is literally a minute ago from Bleacher Report. He extended his Barca contract up to 2022. Like, okay, that's impressive. Um, his release clause before this contract was 100 million euros for a 16-year-old. That has gone up to 170 million euros. And it'll go up to 400 million euros once he turns 18 and signs his first professional contract. This dude has it, is still on a youth contract. And his release clause is around 170 million. That is ludicrous money. I mean, I, 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 you people say, oh, the release costs aren't too much. I mean, honestly, release cars are bullshit. Release cars are made to be ludicrous, so other teams don't have to like. Um, so those teams will be like um, turned off by trying to sign a player like like an Ansu Fati. I, I highly doubt Barca knows this too. He's not worth 170 million euros right now. He's probably worth, if I'm being honest, probably around 40, 40 million euros if I'm being, you know, liberal as hell. Or is it that? I'm the opposite of conservative. I'm thinking political, but you get what I'm trying to say. I mean, he's worth probably 40, 50 if I'm, you know, if I'm stretching it. Um, he's definitely not worth 170 million. I mean, right now, obviously, they're doing that because, um, you know, just because... They want to keep the kid, and you know I don't blame them at all. Um, but that's just just news that I was just baffled by. Um, On to the episode. Uh, so there's um, so late night television is what I want to want to bring up today. Um, it's it's big, you know. Late night television has been a staple of American culture for the past eighty years. I would say, I mean, whenever TV came out back in like 1950, you know, for for almost a whole century, you know, when people think of late night television, you think of like those old granny shows and like the monologues and the interviews with celebrities and everything. And that was a show, I mean, back in like the 60s, 70s, ask your grandparents, ask, you know, um, for those who lived in the U.S. during that time, you know, 
what was their what made their night? It was probably watching some late night host, you know, just come on, you know, and just have an interview segment with a celebrity. You know, back then, before the day of the internet, before you know, even back in the nineties, that's that was huge. You know, people everyone in the family would gather up, you know, sit on sit in the family living room and then just watch. Who was in the night? Jay Leto, you know, David Letterman, you know, those guys just present and like just do their thing. And, you know, when again, like the, the normal recipe of, you know, late night television is essentially monologue, interview, skit, second interview um, with a celebrity and then a sign off. Um, and that's literally the recipe. And it's been the same for forever. Literally forever. The monologue is such an iconic thing for any late night host that it's just part of the thing. It's part of it's just part of the routine. And you know, I, I'm I've always been interested in late night television, if I'm being very honest. You know, I you know I obviously grew up in the digital age of the internet, you know. I'm twenty one. You know, I grew up, you know, I I obviously remember DSL, but you know, I'm spent most of my childhood and, you know, teenage years, you know, listening to, not listening, watching YouTube videos. And whenever I'd get bored, you know, I'd see what's on YouTube training page. And it would usually be late night television. It'd be Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, um, you know, Conan, who else? Trevor Noah, um, you know, uh, John Stewart, Stephen Colbert, you know, all the, you know, uh, what's the guy's name? Um, wow, I'm blanking out right now james corden james corden the guy with the uh the car studios or the car little things carpool karaoke that's what you call it. yeah exactly so i mean that's one but i mean you know all those shows follow almost the same exact format if you think about it you know all those shows have a monologue all those shows bring on celebrities all those shows probably have a skit here or there um and then that's it now the one show that i feel like is different from all of those is trevor noah show the daily show um it's on comedy central really good show by the way um you know it's more geared it's news satire it was created as a, a, a satirical piece on on the mainstream news media like cnn fox msnbc all that it was it was created to be a satire and it wasn't really created to be late night you know television Technically, nowadays, I mean, kind of, but still more on the satirical side. So I wouldn't, you know, it it it'd be it'd be od to consider that late night television. But you know, if we um, you know, those are all the thing, you know, the ones that are on like the quote unquote network television, like NBC, ABC. Um, Conan is on TBS, but Conan's literally late night television. You know, but all I'm saying in that you know format is essentially. It's it's just getting played out. I I honestly think that late night television is on the decline, and it's not because I mean it's it's a it's a two reasons behind it. It's one the the format's bland. Two, it's old school. I would say, and three. I mean, we got the internet. You know, why did people back in the fifties or sixties watch late night television to see what's funny? And see their favorite celebrity, you know, go on and interact. You can do all that on the internet. You can do all that on a podcast. You can do, you know, the Joe Rogan's podcast. You can do any of that on a podcast, on, you know, on YouTube videos, on clips. You know, 
historically speaking, I mean, you know, the network television, like I said, the big networks like T, um, NBC, TBS, if you want to do that, Fox, uh, ABC, they all, you know, they're, all the ratings are on the decline. Um, news um, streaming, you know, video services, podcasts are on the upside. There, there are, I'm just being very honest. And, you know, that isn't, because they're not funny. I mean, it may be a combination of that, but, you know, it's just because of the day and age we live in. I think, you know, people just need to adapt of to what media they're consuming the content from. You know, back in the 1800s, um, it was newspapers. Uh, you know, before the 1800s, or even before the newspaper was created, I don't even know what a newspaper created. I don't know, you history majors could probably quote me on this. You know, they were oral news um and then books and then now in the 19 you know in the 20th century you have you know it was still you know news articles and then like news reels like little two minute clips and then television television became more affordable for family homes so television became a huge thing and then the 90s was the introduction of the internet and you know and desktops and big you know computers and all that and early 2000s were i would say you know you would still get your content from television, honestly, but then you have desktops, the introduction of laptops, and then the late 2000s, and then the early, and then all of the 2010s, um, you get your streaming services from your smartphone, you know? You pull up the App Store, download YouTube, or any type of podcast you want to listen to, boom, it's right there. You know, Lord knows what's going to be happening in the 2020s, or the 2030s, or the 30s, 40s, etc., etc. We don't know yet. Um... But I'm just saying, right now, today's day and age, I don't think late night. I, th- I think I don't think late night television on the networks is a great way to rate it. I think now it's you know you see it on YouTube now. You know they're you know, late night television are putting clips of their YouTube of their best bits. You know two three um, ten minute skits, not even skits, but like interviews or their monologues are putting on YouTube and you know just seeing how that reacts. And if it reacts great, then great. They did something well. If not, then you know, oh, it sucked. You know, I think that's how they're kind of rating it, essentially. But, okay, that's the one reason. The next reason, like I said, was it's just kind of bland. I mean, you know, I... What am I looking at? Um, there's one, you know, when I say bland, as in, like, I mean, the content's just not there, you know? I'm just being very honest. I think one person did a really good job of adjusting to this new form I would say of how people, you know, interact on, you know, with, with the, with, you know, with the new medium as in the internet instead of television is Conan. Conan does a really, you know, Conan, you know, still has his show, you know, on TBS. He's lowered the format from an hour to 30 minutes. He does quick um, bits and everything. And honestly, people's attention spans are getting shorter and shorter. Maybe it was always short, but now he wants to like just hone in. And he's also doing his own podcast, you know, because he he knows that, you know, interviewing a celebrity, you know, if he gets like two celebrities a night for a 30 minute show with including breaks, I mean, that's you get only 20 minutes of content, maybe five minutes with a celebrity. That's it. Honestly, I mean, it's not a lot. And he Conan knows that. That's why he ended up, you know, did, you know, did the podcast. He does like two like hour, two hour podcast. People pop him into the TV or not. TV, duh. I mean, like, um, 
you know, on their phone, on their way to work, or, you know, and just listen, you know? You know, he knows, he, he, you know, he appreciates the longer format, and he does exactly that. Um, I would say the next guy, I mean, who else is on late? Like Jimmy Fallon is another great guy. He's the host of The Daily Show. Oh, no, no, I'm not, not The Daily Show, I'm sorry. The Tonight Show, I'm sorry, The Tonight Show. And, I mean, throughout, like, quote-unquote, late-night history, The Tonight Show was considered the premier um, talk show you know, show to be on, you know, that was Leto's show, that was Johnny Carson's show, you know, that was the show that everyone wanted to watch, and, you know, I mean, it's still probably the show to watch, I think that's still probably the highest rated, you know, television show, it's hosted by NBC, NBC got it, honestly, that's, you know, NBC is known for that, you know, the tonight show, um, and Jimmy Fallon is, I respect him, well, hmm, I wouldn't respect him, he, you know, if you notice with other um, late night commentator. They are usually a bit political. Um, they are. It's true. It's being honest. Um, but you know, Fallon makes it like a you know he tries to make his show as unpolitical as possible. Now, honestly, in today's day and age, I just it's hard. It's hard to do that, man. I mean, to be unpolitical in the format. I think politics do affect anything that you do in your life and anything you know. In relation to that, I just think that, you know, I don't like that concept. But, again, that's just my opinion. Obviously, that's Fallon's decision. Totally respected. The one thing I don't like about Fallon's show, oh, it's his fake laughter. He laughs at anything that, you know, his guests bring up. Anything. And, you know, a laugh is good if you're a host. Um, you know, trust me. I've I've hosted multiple people on to my podcast. You know, having... You know, laughing to a story or interacting with the other person just makes sense. You know, it, it, you know, it helps you move the story along. It enhances the story. It makes you funnier. It makes the other person funnier. It just holds both parties. Um, but Fallon's laugh, he, he laughs so hard. And I think, I personally think it's a, he's fake laughing just to make it look funnier than it should be. But I mean. He, he, his laugh is out of the proportion. And, you know, again, that's just something that's like a little bit of a pee for me. But looking back at like, you know, Fallon used to perform on Saturday Night Live back in the early 2000s. He just laughed at anything, honestly. You know, he would break character a lot on, on SNO. And, I mean, again, I'm, I'm actually just a conspiracy theory by me. I don't think he's fake laughing. I just think he laughs at anything. Now, I'm not calling him stupid, but. He's not the brightest out of all the late night hosts. The reason why I say that is just because there are, you know, instances, you know, whenever he interacts with guests would be that, um, that, you know, he'll have to like elaborate on something like someone will say something real simple and, you know, he'll have to elaborate on it. I remember this one perfect example. Um, he had an interview with Louis C.K., and Louis C.K. was making a joke about how he loved taking naps. It was a really, you know, easy thing. Um, really, and a really, like, simple, you know, it's obviously a joke, you know. Oh, he loves taking naps. Oh, okay. And, you know, Louis C.K. is a naturally funny guy. So he'll, you know, just talk about it. And one question I remember Jimmy brought up was, um, so Louis C.K. said, oh, that's my favorite thing in the world. And Jimmy Fallon says, you like it more than sleeping. And I was just like, what? Bro, what are you talking about? What do you mean... And 
then, I mean, it would have been funny if, you know, he just said that and then just moved on. But he just was adamant with that position. He was just like, what do you, like, what do you mean by napping? Like, do you, do you lay down you nap? And I'm thinking to myself, bro, what are you talking about, bro? And then he's like, well, do you nap on the bed or on, on the couch? Just like, all right, whatever. You know, he, he just, he, he just, it made it too long. Not a fan. Um, who's the next guy that I wanted to talk about? Um, Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel. He's on ABC. Now, ABC is Disney owned. So, you know, he does, you know, obviously all late night shows, the point of late night shows is to promote whatever celebrity is promoting and just enhance it to let the audience know. I, you know, ABC is, is owned by Disney and a lot of Kimmel's, you know, shows that he's, you know, he promotes are Disney related movies, you know, like the Avengers or, you know, any Marvel, you know, comic books. It, it seems a bit unnatural but again, that's my opinion. Again, um, he made this one comment. He had an interview with Uma, uh, not not Uma Thurman, um, Billie Eilish, um, and he asked her, "Do you know who Von Holland is?" And Billie Eilish was like, "No, absolutely not." And then Jimmy tried to make it into a joke, like, "Oh, she doesn't know who Van Holland is, bro. I have no idea who the fuck Van Holland is. Let me Google who she is right now. Actually, Van Holland. Who the fuck is she?" Oh, it's a he. Oh, it's a he. Okay, well, okay, it's a guy. And it's not a guy. It's a, it's a rock band. It's a whole group of people from the 70s. Bro, no one our age is going to know who, Van Hall, who, who this group guy is. I mean, cool if you know him. And for all you quote-unquote hipsters or quirky, you know, goth boys or e-boys, and you think, oh, I know who Van Halen is. Bro, I don't care. I really do not care. Um, all right, anyways, random topic. Anyway, next person I want to talk about. Um, there's two more people I want to bring. Well, three more people I want to bring up. Um, Stephen Colbert. Colbert hosts The Late Show on uh, CBS. Now, Colbert is the opposite of um, Jimmy Fallon. He is very political in terms of... I would say he's very on the left side. Now, Colbert used to host a show on Comedy Central called The Colbert Report. Um, basically, he was his character in the show. He was a host, and he was in character the whole time, about 10 years. The show was lasted for. And he was like this super, super right-wing conservative host, um, and he would just act that way. And obviously, when it was a late show, network television show, I think they were like, all right, you just be your own, just be your own guy. And his whole premise, you know, it's just him making fun of what the Republicans do, the right wing, Donald, Donald Trump, honestly. Honestly, Donald Trump. And I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not a fan of Donald Trump. Don't like him. I don't like him. I don't think he's a racist. Um, I can go more into depth on it, but that's, a, that's for another for an episode. Stephen makes fun of Donald Trump a lot. That's just putting it short. Um... You know, he his monologue is literally just 10 minutes of him just talking about Trump, what Trump did, um, his tweets. He'll talk about his tweets, you know, literally the whole time. Now, you know, some people may appreciate that. You know, people who don't like Donald Trump would like to, like, just be re reaffirmed that by someone big ass Stephen Colbert doing that. The reason why I'm just annoyed by it is just because I know how smart of a guy Stephen Colbert is. I know how how interesting of a person he is because he's a really smart guy. 
I just feel like he can do a lot more than just bash Donald Trump. He can make he can do so much more with that. But he just has potential. He's just not using it. Um, the next guy I want to talk about is Seth Meyers. He's host of the Late Late Show. I'm not sure. Is there's a show that comes on um, after it's around like one in the morning uh, by you know after Fallon, and he's actually I actually like him too. He is a really smart guy. You know, he's a guy that he is a little bit. He doesn't follow the normal norm of like monologue episode. You know, interview interviews get d- done with the show. Because he's just not that type of person. He's not a natural stand-up comedian. He was on SNL in the beginning. Um, he was behind a desk called, um, it's like Weekend Daily, I think. It was something like that skit. Again, you may hate me. Anyone who follows SNL, you may know the name. But, you know, he does. He did that for like many, many years. And I was a fan of it, honestly. Um, he goes makes gets his own talk show. And the first couple months, he did his own monologue. And honestly, it was a bit awkward, uncomfortable, just because that just wasn't his thing. Um, and then after that, you know, he I guess he learned, he he readjusted, and, you know, he was everything behind the desk because that's where he's funny's at. That's where he's funny at. I don't know. My grammar's off. I don't know. Anyways, solid guy. Solid show. Um, very informative. Um, it is political, but he makes very good you know, notes, affirmation, comments. It's very, it's very intellectual. I think that's something that I think Colbert could do. 100% it'll be a phenomenal show. And Colbert's on, on prime time television. No one's watching Seth Meyers at one thirty more. He's just successful from his YouTube clips. And I watch the YouTube clips. Really funny guy. Um, the last guy I want to bring up is called Trevor Noah. He's host of The Daily Show. Now, The Daily Show, like I mentioned, is satirical news. Really funny guy. And like I said... Well, again, yeah, like I said, mentioned earlier, it's not that, I mean, Daily Show isn't really late night television. It's just a good show. I mean, technically, if you want to put it that way, if you want to consider it late night television, you can. Um, but Trevor Noah really just focuses on making fun of the news, um, making fun of Fox News in Portland, because Fox News is extremely, extremely far right. Um, and they push anything that Donald Trump does. And, you know, Trevor Noah does just a good job of it. Um Oh, 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 I forgot. Oh, I, how can I forget this? So, for my brown people who listen to this show, you, you guys know who Lily Singh is. Or you may know who she is. So, for those who don't know, Lily Singh um, is currently a host of a late night talk show that comes on after Seth Meyers. Around like 2 in the morning or something ridiculous like that. Um, or is it one thirty? Something like that. It's really, really late at night. But she'll post all her clips on YouTube. So, I mean, it's fine. It's whatever. Anyways, um, she used to be a former YouTuber. She had 15 million subscribers. And she would, you know... And, you know, she was really successful on YouTube. um, Making, like, skits about, like, just brown people lives daily. Um, She came really... She went on to, like, a, you know, a national tour, I guess of like just showing her stuff and she was really successful she was named i think last year to youtube's top 10 um you know most highest paid um youtubers also one of the most influential youtubers according to forbes huge 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 news and then uh, nbc gave her her own talk show and boy did it go to the gutter now i'm not saying that because lily singh is unfunny i 
I was, I mean, as a kid, when I was like really young, when she opened the movie like 2011 or 2010, she was funny. She was okay. I watched followed her for like a, two months, and then I just stopped watching just because I got bored or I just found something else. I don't know. I was a kid. Anyways, I I think her going from YouTube to to you know as free of a format YouTube is because you can do anything you want on YouTube. Your your creativity is just limitless. To late night television you know, network television, you know, NBC, ABC, all that, it's, it's hard. I mean, it's really hard. It's the most structured form of comedy. And I don't think that's their format. Because if you look at, you know, her show, I only, I only watch clips on YouTube of it, honestly. And, you know, she follows the same exact late night format, you know, monologue, interviews, skit, interview, done. That's just not her style. And she just, it's, if you watch her show, I watched only a couple clips on her on YouTube, and she's just, it's corny. Let me be honest, she's a cornball. I'm a, I'm a cornball alert. There we go. I wish I had a bell. But anyways, um, it's just not funny. And I think where, you know, the future late night television, is it, you know, the future YouTubers doing that? Is, you know, is late night television about to become like a podcast? Is it become like a streaming thing that's only going to be on Amazon Prime or anything like that? I'm not too sure. I don't know where the future holds for that. Maybe is it just a dead format? Is it just something that's for like 80 or so years and now it's over? Again, I'm not sure. I really don't know. I don't know the answers to that. I just know that the form that people watch their content has changed. And either late night is going to have to adapt to that or it's over with. Again, I don't know. But again, I'm not shit. It's just my two cents. Um... Thank you again, guys, for listening. It's a bit of a longer episode, but this is something I really wanted to talk about. Um, No promises, but maybe one more episode coming out later this week, so keep your eyes out for that. Um, If you guys like this episode or want to keep hearing stuff like this, let me know. Um, On that, uh, thank you for listening. We'll see you again next week.